Okay, today's Davos Yivamah is Daf Lamed Zayin. Lamed Zayin, and the Gemara here talks about the case of the Mishnah. The Mishnah at the beginning of the Parak on Daf Lamed Hey had spoken about if um, you're not sure, there is a uh, woman, uh, a man who died, and then the wife got married uh, a couple months later, and then uh, seven months later, uh, there was a baby born. So you're not sure who's the father. Is the father the dead brother? And if the father is the dead brother, then this woman is living in sin. Because then the the, uh, the uh, dead brother has a child, and there's an Isra of Eshes Ach, and there's no Mitzvah of Yibam, because he has a child. Or maybe this child belongs to the second uh, father, so to speak, the Yavam, and then he fulfilled the Mitzvah of Yibam, and he had, a, he had a child, so you're not sure. So what's the halacha? So the Mishnah said, Yotzi, he has to get divorced because it's a Suffolk Isra Karis. Right, if this child belongs to his brother, so then he's living in sin. He's living in Eishazach, so he is a um, it's a suffix. Vavlad kasher. But meanwhile, the vlad is kasher because we don't say the baby is a mamzer because if he's the child uh, of the first uh, of the of the, bro- the dead brother, then fine, he's the, the the dead brother. And if he's the second father, then then fine too. So either way, he's not a mamzer. Either way, he's not a mamzer. The Gemara talks about, what about the next child? What about the next child? What if this child is born and then the, there is another child born to the um, Yavam, so to speak? So now he's a Suffolk Mamzer, because if the, his brother is not really um, his brother, but it belongs to the, his, his, it's his cousin, so then it will be a problem. So the Gemara discusses, you know, why do you have to assume that uh, this child is really uh, a suffix. Rava S. Rav Nachman on Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph. Omle Rava Lamed Nachman. Lema, the Gemara is trying to figure out. Maybe we can figure out his status some other way. Maybe there are Chazakos. Lema, Halachacha Rav Nashim, Rav Nashim, Lutashi Yaldan. One of the Chazaka, a Ruva de Lessa Kaman, right? Statistical Rove. Most women give birth after nine months. So this child is born after seven months of the second uh, of the Yibum and nine months after, you know, beforehand. So why don't you assume there's a Chazaka? And in that case, if it's uh, if we assume that it's for sure of the first one, and Rashi says, and you bring carbon chatos, that's the nafkamina. Bring a carbon chatos, right? Because it's a vaday avera. So Amar so Rav Nachman answers Rav, no, no nashi didon l'shiva yaldan. Our women give birth after seven months. Our women, therefore, there's no there's no chazaka. Amar nashi didzchove rubat alma. What your your women create the rove of the world? There's a rove of the world. The rove of the world is nine months. So Amalei says Rav Nachman, no This is what I meant to say. Most women are nine months, but we have a significant minority that are seven months. Rov Nachman Yaldan Latisha Umiyat Lashiva Vechala Yodas Latisha Ubaranikar. And the nine month uh, women, you could already tell a third of the way in, a third of the way into the pregnancy that they're pregnant. Ubaranikar Lashloshiamecha. And this woman was not Nikar after three months. Vizuhal Veluka Urugabar Lashloshiamecha. So therefore, Israeli Ruba. So the Rov is, uh, you know, uh, affected. Because even though there's, no, uh, there's a row of uh, women who give birth after nine months, but there's a, uh, there's a reisa, right? She wasn't showing, so to speak, after three months. So therefore, that ruins the rove. So the Gemara says, uh, so then the language doesn't uh, fit in. He call a yodos latisha, ubar nikar lishlish yameha, hamidilohukar lishlish yameha. But it shouldn't just be a reisa, it should ruin it. 
and because she wasn't showing at that time, so you should say for sure it belongs to the second father. So Eleva the Gemara says really it's it's not a call, it's a rove. Ella rove women give birth after nine months, and a rove women are showing after three months. There's no vadais here. It's just inferior. Um, you know, it, it knocks down the roof. It doesn't make it for sure uh, belonging to the second one. And Tosas here discusses, and another Rishonim, Why isn't there a Chazaka from beforehand, right? Chazaka de Meikara. We were just talking about a Chazaka and a rove of, of statistics about the pregnancy. What about this, what's called Chazaka the Meikara? She previously was in a status of Heter Liyavam. The man that when her husband died, we assume there's, a, there's no child. Okay, so the Rabbi Tzadok in Divrei Chalomos discusses maybe there's another factor that can help us understand uh, who's the mamzer and if there is a mamzer. Uh, in this situation, who the real father is. The Dibre Chalomos was written by one of the, the Sifrei of Rabbi Tzadok Milublin. It was written similar to the Magad Meisharim, right? The, the Rabbi Yosef Cairo t- talked to a Malach every once in a while, and uh, the Malach gave him certain type of instructions. So here too, Dibre Chalomos was a, um, a Sefer written by Rabbi Tzadok. In the Hakdama of the Sefer, he writes, V'syat Shvaya Kuntris Karasiv Dibre Chalomos. Rishimas Dvarim Shenizgalu, and Rabbi Tzadok wasn't so long ago. I think he was Nifter in 1900, right? And um, Rabbi Yosef Cairo was hundreds of years ago. But it's 1900. He's buried in Lublin. Rishimas Dvarim Shenis Galuli Bezos Hashem Yisbarach Bachalom Alayla Mimashallah Bezichruni. These are thoughts of Torah that I, I came up with in my dreams. In my dreams. Is that Torah? Is that Torah? They say, uh, they say a vart that um, lit, Litvak say that any Torah you learn in your in your sleep is not really Torah, right? And Hasidim say, if you're learning Torah when you're sleeping, you're not really sleeping, right? So, so either way, you know, sleep and Torah don't go together. The question is, how do you define it? Do you say you're not sleeping or do you say you're not learning? But anyway, Rabbi Tzadok says here that these are the Torah thoughts that he remembered when he woke up to write down, Chaval, I didn't write down all the Torah thoughts that I thought of when I woke up from my sleep, but I wrote down some of them. Okay, and I added in some things as well. So in Os Chaf Aleph of Dibre Chalomos, he says, Lel Motzei Shabbos Kodesh Peshalach. I don't know what year. But he says, on Motzei Shabbos, I had a suffix. I had a suffix. Nistapakti b'chalom alayla. That, which he says in Yavamis, that's already a Moser Haskell. He's dreaming about Yavamis. Right? Some people, Rahman al-Islam, you know, are awake and they can't figure out Yavamis. He has Yavamis when he's sleeping. But he says, Yavamis, right? We have the Arkimara, Lamid Zayin, Sami Betish, Lamisha, Sami Bishavala, What do you say? What happens if the child acts in a certain way? Can Midos reflect lineage? Can Midos teach us lineage? He had that question. Because Chazal says elsewhere that, that one of the mitos of a mamzer is an az panim. 
Right? So what if somebody is an Aspanim? What happens if, you know, let's say you have the, uh, the case we said before. There's another child born. And one of them is very tsanua and quiet, and one of them is brazen and balgaiva and an azpanim. So can you use those midos as, as red flags and reflections of, of lineage? That's his question. Let's say there is the second child born to this woman. The first child is wonderful and quiet and sanua, and the second one is not. So do you say that's a raya that this child belongs to the first husband? And that, he's kosher, and the second one is a mamzer. Do you say that? Do you say that? Do you say that? Do you trust the simonim that Chazal give? So he says, right? Pashtus, you would not rely on it. Why? There are a lot of people who are brazen and, and arrogant in life. What, they're all mamzerim? No, there are plenty of kosher people, halachically lineage, that are not such, we don't have such great midos. The lav mamzerim. As the Mishnah says at the end of the Mesech Asota, you know, the, during the days before Mashiach, there's going to be a lot of chutzpah in the world. A lot of chutzpah, so nothing to do with Mamzeris. Right, so even if they're the same parents, you could have people, uh, children who have opposite uh, personalities. I'll bring you a proof. Twins with the same parents, Yaakov and Esav. Vein ta'omim, ubnei avaim, tzadikim gemurim. Right, their parents are both tzadikim and righteous. V'kol shegein she'ein ta'omim. Surely these boys who are not ta'omim, ubein shita'alma. And therefore, uh, says uh, Rabbi Tzadok, misvara, I would say that you would not, you would not rely on it. But then he quotes, maybe there's one Gemara that I'm going to relate to it. Maybe there's one Gemara. Which Gemara? Gemara in Basra and Daphne and Ches. The other thing where it tells an amazing story. Amazing story, Nun Chesem Aralf. The top of Nun Chesem Aralf is Rabbi Bina'a. Rabbi Bina'a, he's going around and being Mitzayin Kfaris, and he got to um, uh, Maris and Achpela, and he found Avram and Sarah. That's an amazing story. But later on, on that daf, the same thing that Rabbi Bina'a has a Din Torah. What happens? He tells Hau Gavra. There was a man, the Shamal of the Bisu, the Kav, Amra, Labarta. Um, I'm sorry, next story. There's a few stories here. Also, the Kamid Rabbi Bina'a. I'm sorry, I skipped the line. Right, what happens? There's a, a discussion that this man has ten sons, uh, but the woman, the wife says, really, only one of these ten sons is from your father. Only one is a legitimate child. And when the father dies, he says to all of them, only one of my sons is is the real is a son, and the other ones are illegitimate. The woman was a mezana with uh, you know other men. Lo yadi and they don't know which one. There are ten sons. Who's the ma- who, who's the real son? Who's the who's the kosher son, and who are the nine mamzerim? Right, you don't the, uh, you don't know. Right, Rashbam. So we'll have to get back to that lashon. So they come to Rabbi What do you do here? Amalu Rabbi says, I got it. Zilu chavutu kivra da'avuchon. All of you go take sticks, go to the cemetery, and start banging on the gravestone of your father until he wakes up and tells you 
you know, who's the one? Who's the real son? Until he reveals himself to you. Which one, Shafka, did he leave the stuff? Right, so what happened? They all went to start begging on the kever. There was one, one son that didn't go. I can't bang on my father's kever. One didn't go. Rebunah says, he's the one. Right, all of them go to that son. All go to that son. So what did he do? He used behavior to determine yichus. He used behavior to determine yichus. So Rabbi, uh, right, this is a classic shas on your fingertips. Rabbi Tzadok says, oh, here's a Gemara. Here's a Gemara that determines based on, um, you know, behavior what he, what he does. So does that araya? And this is even in Dini Mamanis. Is this in, in uh, monetary law? Your motzi mamon, cheskas mamon. So says Rabbi Tzadok, but Tzarech Lomar, that this is not a raya. Who's the muchzak here? The father's the is it this motzi mechaber of a raya? None of the sons are more muchzak than the other one. He's sure not being motzi. You know, at most he's being splitting up. But um, so he says, I don't think there's a question of motzi. But also there are a couple of other differences. Number one, there you know for sure there's nine mamzerim. Right, the father, the mother, they said it. So you're just trying to figure out here, maybe there's no mom's heirs. But so you're trying to figure out who, what the status of this boy is. But then he says, And even if not, maybe that case is different. Why? Right when the father says only one of them, what does he basically have in mind? He knows he's not telling who it is. He doesn't want to embarrass whatever. But he's basically saying, whoever Bezdin figures out, whoever Bezdin describes, whoever Bezdin figures out, since he says there that, you know, um, the, he was Mitzavah Bezdin, but he didn't explain who. He's obviously just relying on Bezdin. So he's basically, he's giving over his power, his authority to, to Bezdin. And that's interesting, what I, what I read quickly before. What does he say? Lachad bra, the Rashbam there says, Laechon mi banai oso shivaru bezdin. So that's not a real case of, of bezdin discerning a suffix. There, the person says that, basically saying with his words, bezdin, you figure it out. So however bezdin, you know, tries to figure it out. The Rashbam then continues and quotes what maybe, you know, one might be thinking this type of, of category of case. Says the Rashbam, the one that didn't want to hit the father's grave. It's a major sugya. Shuda dedaini. That means the arbitration of the bezdin comes up here in Baba Basra. Shuda dedaini. What does that mean exactly? That is a big sugya. What exactly does that mean? The Machlokas Rishonim, does that mean that Bezdin, in a case where there's no riot one way or the other, Bezdin has the right to arbitrarily choose somebody to win? Or do we say, and this is a Machlokas there, it comes up in, uh, in the third parak, also early in Basra, do we say that Bezdin tries to figure out who the Emes is? Right? Not that they arbitrarily could decide whoever they want. So who the Emes is? Rebel Khanan here in the Kovach Shiru, Rebel Basra says, this Gemara, this Bashbam, sounds like the latter. Sounds like it's not just arbitrary. Right? They try to figure out, you know, who is the real son. 
And that's why you go by which is the son that didn't hit the, didn't hit the father. Okay, but this is one source that relates to our, our sugi, the Gemara in Babasra and Daf Nunches. There is another, Meseches Kala. There's a story, Meseches Kala, one of the Meseches Tanos in the second parak. There are a number of rabbis that are sitting and they see somebody walking by and, um, you know, he's not wearing a head covering. Pamachat hayuzakenim yoshim. Two children. One had his head covered, one didn't. The one who had his head covered, Omer, Mamzer. Rabbi Yeshua ben Omer, Ben Hanida. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Mamzer, U Ben Hanida. Rabbi Akiva says, I somehow could tell that he's a Mamzer and a Ben Hanida. Omrulo, so they said, Rabbi Lezer was, was a, the, the Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. Akiva, Ichmalcha Libcha Lavral Divarabasecha. Your Rebbeim said something and you're arguing on it. They said Benita, he said both. Amr Lahem, he says, but I'm right. But I'm right. Ania Kaimenu, I'll prove it to you. Halachet Salim Shalosotinok, he went to find the mother of that child. Umata Shiyosheves, Umocheres Kitnis Pashuk. He went and found her that she was selling kidneys, was selling legumes in the marketplace. Must have been uh, maybe not such a great and sneeze. Uh, business. Rabbi Akiva says, if you're truthful with me, I'll bring you to Olam Haba if you tell me the truth. So she must have known who Rabbi Akiva was. I swear. What is the, tell me about your son. Tell me about the history. When I got married. My husband was not interested in me. The, the uh, groom's uh, men, the friends, they were with me. That's what he was. Okay, a story. Rabbi Kiva knew. But what do you see from there also? The way a person acted, Rabbi Kiva determined, you know, what his lineage was, right? What his lineage was, Ben Anida and and uh, and Mamzer, uh, and that was the basis even for arguing for his rebbeim and for arguing for his rebbeim. Generally, Lamaisa, Allah Lamaisa, we don't uh, we don't do this. Even just the opposite. Ramosha has a tshuva. Ramosha in Yerodeh, we mentioned the tshuva in the past. Ramosha has a tshuva in Yerodeh. Chelak Dalad, Simon Yud Zayin Os Yutes. There was a a uh, guy that was a girl that was going out with a guy, and um, the guy had the same name as her father, or it was a guy that was going out with a girl, and the girl had the same name as the mother. So the Esther Moshe, uh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, that's the, I, I jumped the gun. That's the next shuva. Moshe's shuva is there was a there was a boy that you know that a, a girl was going out with, and his his parents were Bali shuva, so or maybe not even from. So the question is. Um, the question of Moshe was, you know, Ben Hanida is a pagum, and she never went to the mikvah, you know, should I still go out with him? So says Rav Moshe that if he has Midas Tovos, it's the opposite, if he has Midas Tovos and he's a wonderful person and he's a Baal Chesed, that's a riot that he's not a Ben Hanida. That he's not a Ben Hanida. And it must be, we discussed this a few months ago in the Lam this year, and it must be that her, the, his mother went to the ocean that day to the beach and she was wearing a bathing suit, but maybe, you know, it was a, it's not a chatzitz on a daraisa level. And so Ramosha says, 
Remember, we're not talking about Yisurim here. We're just talking about Milus and, and ideas. They have Midas Tovos. They're not Azpanim. She must have gone to the beach that day. And even though she was wearing a bathing suit, but still the water gets in there. We discussed this when we spoke about, I think, being Tavellas, a woman who has difficulty being Tavellas. Um, you know, is there the bathing suits are tight? But either way, this is uh, Rav Moshe, the opposite, taking good behavior and determining that she is not a Ben Hanita. Relating to this is the uh, Tshuva, the Nod Behuda. This is a uh, Shabbat Shuva Tshuva. Right? The Nod Behuda has in Yeredea, in Evan Ezer, Evan Ezer, Tinyana Ayintes. Where somebody asking this kind of question, the same... Um, there's a boy that's going out with a girl who has the same uh, name as the, the mother, and there's Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid in the Tzava, Sefer Chassidim, that, you know, it's not a good idea. So the first half of the Tshuva, he discusses that any, you're not allowed to argue with the Gemara. If you argue with any little, little tiny letter of the Gemara, you know, you're not allowed to. You can't argue on the, on, the, on the Gemara. And if somebody argues on the Gemara, then either they're not one of the Chachmei HaMasorah, or they're not really arguing, they just are saying something, you know, private and personal. So Rabbi Yudah he quotes, says ten things that are, five things that are, that are negative the Gemara. That uh, the, uh, an uncle can't marry a, an aunt and a niece, and the Gemara says it's a good idea. Two brothers can't marry two sisters, and the Gemara says it's a good idea. A number of things that, uh, that the Gemara says uh, that are a good idea, and Rabbi Yudah says you're not allowed to. So it must be, says, says the Nodah Behuda, that he meant this for his own family. He didn't mean this for normative practice. He meant this, that he saw Baruch Kacho, that these Zivukim wouldn't be Olam Yafim for his family. So therefore, he said it's not a good idea. So therefore, here too, he says it's not a good idea. Don't worry about it. If, um, you know, it's, it's fine. That's the first half of the Tshuva. And then the second half of the Tshuva, which is important for A, you can't argue on the Gemara, B, the Tzavar Abhuda Chassid. And then he says, towards the end of the Tshuva, and I don't know why people always ask me these questions. They're asking me these kashas. I'm going out with a girl, the same name, this and that. They're not focused on Midos. That's not such a big deal. That a Bas Tamar Chacham and a Balas Chesed, they're just worried about the names. It says, where are your values? Where's the hierarchy of values? It's a very Harif Tshuva, the Nod Abhuda. Therefore, no problem with this. Uh, with this I'll just add one other Gemara, uh, two other sort, quick sources. The Gemara Psachem Dav Gimel. Remember the Gemara Psachem Dav Gimel, where there was a machlokes. Uh, about a, she- a certain shear. Somebody asked how many, uh, a shear, uh, of how much one has to, uh, right? There were three, three konim that spoke about how much they ate of the lechem upon them. One says, oh, I got, uh, the size of a bean. And the other one that says, I got the size of his eyes. Another one says, I got the size of a lizard's tail. A lizard's tail. Zon of halata. And, uh, which is a non-kosher animal. And Batka, they checked after him, and they found that he didn't have proper yichus. Didn't have proper yichus. And the Gemara says, ah, you don't check once he's serving in the base of Megdash? No, but he had a reyasa, because he used such language. So the Gemara there, language could reflect, you know, something that, um, you know, uh, yichus. And finally, the Rambam in Deo says that a Tamar Chacham should be nikar, you know, how he talks and how he dresses and how he uh, conducts himself. So also there, the Rambam says, it's nikar, you know, how we 
conduct ourselves about who we are. So we should take that into account, you know, in terms of recognizing always to talk properly and to dress properly and to, and to just behave properly because that reflects, you know, the status and uh, the type of person that we, that we are. Okay, we'll stop here.